Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. On with Mario Lopez. Joining me now in the studio, actor and musician Tyler Posey. How are you? Wow, actor and musician. Were there any other things we should throw in there? Uh, no, no, that's actually, that's awesome. Do you like draw really well? We could say you're an artist. I don't, I actually, they're crude. I, so I, I get <laughs> crude ta- artist, crude, crude artist. <laughs> yes. I get tattooed every now and then. And I, I found kind of a, a, a passion for just for tattooing. And I wanted to give something back to it other than just getting tattooed. Okay. So I started making my own designs and drawing and, uh, they're nowhere near awesome, but they're kind of <laughs> punk rock, which is why okay. I like it. And I think it works. So what, crude, is, crude what, is, what is your favorite one that you've done? I actually tattooed one of my best friends. Uh, that might be illegal. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to <laughs> yeah, say Yeah, I think that. you have to have a license for that. I think but. so. Um, it's a cool one, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you're part of this new Netflix animated series, yes. Fast and Furious Spy Racers. Break yes. this down. Oh, dude, it is the coolest. So it's, uh, my. I, I think, the perfect transition to bringing, to just keeping the franchise going. It's um, one of my favorite franchises ever since I was a kid. My friends and I used to have like inside jokes about just Fast and the Furious and it just, it kind of, it was like part of our circle for some reason. I don't know why <laughs> we just really loved it and like always talked about it and quoted it, but it was always too fast, too furious. It was always, <laughs> it's, that was always the one that we quoted for some reason. Um, so being able to just kind of keep this franchise going in what I think is just a really rad way and you know, you don't have to worry about people getting hurt because like, well, the yeah. show is still super intense, super action packed. Um, if not more so pretty furious, it's very furious, yeah. very fast. Um, and, uh, we get to do it kind of in the safety of our, of our little vocal recording booth, you know, and, and, and it's, it, we, we get to, um, just bring so much like family element into it and keep the, 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 the family vibe going that Vin Diesel and everyone else on the, on the original franchise has started. We're keeping it going and it's a really funny show. And it's just perfect. Dude. Yeah. Like it's everything about Fast and Furious, but just, you know, kind of just meant for everybody now, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, would would you, would you like advise this is more for kids? Is it for kind of everyone? Absolutely. I mean, it yeah. was definitely made so that kids can really just be a part of the, the franchise, just like everybody else yeah. is, you know, because it's an intense movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they're rated R. 
Um, so this is basically just opens it up for everybody, but that doesn't mean that, you know, we won't like it. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I, it has everything that all the original franchise lovers will yeah. love, but it's just opened up to the rest of the world now. Would you say that the stunts in the cartoon are more believable than the stunts in the movies? <laughs> I don't know. They're both pretty far-fetched, man, which I think is perfect for Fast and Furious, and that's kind of what Fast and Furious was. It's these insane stunts. Yeah. But we might be able to take it a little bit more over the top because it is a cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And we have uh, awesome moments where you're flying uh, like from building to building and using a grappling hook to hook on one building and swing to the other. So it's like, I don't know if they could have done that in the movie, like the actual movies. They could try. I think it would be a badass stunt. They've done some crazy shit. They've <laughs> like, done some crazy stuff, dude. Um, so, so we're keeping that going, definitely. Are we going to see any cameos from anyone? Or can you say? Maybe. Can I say? Am I allowed to say cameos? <laughs any> cameos from people from the movie? Am I allowed to say? Yeah. Big Vin! Oh, nice. So I play, I play Tony Toretto, and yeah. he is Dom Toretto in the movies, and I... Uh, and his cousin in the t- oh, okay. in, in the cartoon, I play his teen his teenage cousin, and he is my mentor. He is my my idol. I look up to him more than anybody, and all I want is just to keep the leader some some more of the leadership qualities that he has. Right, he has just built this. You know, other than the franchise, he's built this amazing group of leaders and and crew and family. And all Tony wants to do is just kind of replicate that in the smallest way. You know, yeah. And so Dom does make an appearance. Do you have a favorite moment from the films? Like a favorite stunt or something? For me, I will say it's when they parachuted cars out of yeah, a plane, how, how landed, and then, I mean, it was just the most yeah. insane, like... Exactly, dude. Yeah. And that's why everyone loves Fast and Furious. And I, that's Being able to, like, duplicate that stuff on the cartoon is the coolest. But I don't know if I have a favorite stunt, man. They're all so rad. I love the train. There was something with a, with a train in the last one. Or yeah. Last last two. I can't remember. I don't even know if I saw the last one, actually. They're, they're awesome. I have to catch up on that. Um, you also have a zombie movie coming up. I do. I, I, did, a, I did a zombie movie not too long ago. Um, Donald Sutherland's in this? He is, yeah. What makes this different than other zombie films? It's... It's called Alone, by the way, right? Yes. Yeah. It's called Alone. It's not. Um, it's not a horror film. It's more of a like a, a, a thriller sort of romance. Okay. It's a different take on a zombie film. It's kind of focuses on me, and I'm holed up in my apartment, and uh, I'm just trying to stay alive while there's this outbreak happening behind me, and so I, I'm just alone and dying. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really uplifting. It's, um, uh, it's it's a pretty interesting take on it. It's yeah. kind, of, kind of like a quote unquote punk rock take on on, okay. on the zombie world. That's cool. Yeah, it's do you interesting. Have, do you have? Fa- are you a big fan of that that sort of genre, like the zombie stuff? Yeah, I mean, like I'm not like an aficionado, but I I, I kind of dig everything, you know. Okay. Yeah. The um, I do have a zombie tattoo though, so maybe I am. Did you draw it? I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, your brother's also an actor. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and and he is he just signed on to the Selena TV show, right? He just booked a role on Netflix, Selena, and I I cried. It was the coolest. Do you do you coach him? No, man, he does not need it. My my dad actually is an actor, and he's the reason yeah. both of us are are in the business. And he has a class. My dad's a teacher. Oh, okay. And my little brother's in the class, and I grew up taking the class with my dad. And my dad's always constantly just helping us and teaching us. And you know, we like to let's. That's 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 cool to me, man. The fact that we can just like do things together, and that's that's what life is about. It's a family business. Now. Yeah, exactly. And so. I, he I, I he does not need my help at all. He has he's his own dude, his own actor, and I think the perfect person to have in this business, man. He's so cool. Who do you think is the better actor, you or your brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've been definitely doing it for a lot longer, <laughs> like professionally. But he he has choices that I would never think of. 
and uh, I, I, I'm, I think he's better than I am, dude. And I would love to pass the torch, you know, let somebody else take it and, and just have fun. And yeah, I mean, so it sounds cool. like you're both just doing fun projects and stuff. Yeah, so it's, dude. it's good. Yeah. And he's so excited about this for every aspect, not just for the fact that like, it's going to be an awesome big show on Netflix, but Paul Rodriguez is, is a dude that we look up to. He's a skateboarder. Yeah. And he's on the show. And when, he, when, we, <laughs> when we both figure that out, we had this like little kid just like stoked moment where he's yeah. like, no, no way, dude, I can't believe that. And so we're both he excited. He's really pumped. And, you know, the little things like that about, about these big projects, just the fact that we get to meet one of our idols is so cool. Am I right that you were tied to the, there was a Lost Boys reboot or something? There, there, there was, I think there still is, but I'm not tied to it You're anymore. You're not doing it anymore? So yeah, we filmed the pilot uh, in Vancouver with Catherine Hardwick as a director um, and I think the network either didn't test well, or there was just something about the entire thing that didn't really fit. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I agree. I never saw the final product, but stepping away from it, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. And they, you know, it didn't. So yeah. I think they're retooling it with a new cast. I think they have, they kept two of the same original cast. Okay. Um, but I was excited originally, you know, I loved Lost Boys I yeah. loved, and I was playing Michael, the older brother. Yeah. You know, and I love that role. And it did stray away a little bit too far from the movie. And so I, I, I do agree that them doing a retooling is probably best for it. You know, I'm and sure they'll reboot it again at some point. You I, can I jump hope so. in that. <laughs> you know? And I'm happy to step away from it too. Yeah, you know, yeah, I did yeah. seven years of Teen Wolf and this was yeah. really starting, starting to look very similar to that world. And, and, you know, like I said, I, I would love to pass a torch to somebody else, let somebody else take the, the lead. Did you have fun with Teen Wolf? Oh, dude. I mean, that must've been incredible, right? I really had a great time, you know, and like, so I'd been acting at that point for a long time. I started acting when I was six. So about 12 years I've been acting. And uh, I knew that I was that I was just going to like make make everyone's lives really fun on set and just not be a diva. And I yeah. was just being like, okay, cool. This is going to be awesome. I didn't know how, just how, uh, how much, like Vin Diesel says, I don't know how much of a family that show was going to turn into. And yeah. I mean, like, you know, I saw them more than my actual family and, <laughs> um, and, I had the greatest time, dude. And uh, I think what I loved the most about it was just being the leader, you know? Um, a lot of the acting stuff is... I, I've had a love-hate with acting for the past, I don't know, 20 years of my life. And, <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's not my favorite, sometimes it is my favorite. But just leading on the set and just being on the set all the time was um, one of the most rewarding things ever. Yeah. And uh, I really liked that part, you know? just How, just how hard was it to walk away from that when it was over? Not too hard, man, honestly. No. So, I mean, it was definitely emotional. Yeah. And Were you just ready for something else? <sighs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I could have I, I could have been fine staying on that show for another seven years. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, let's see what's next. Yeah. And uh, and I'm and I'm happy about it. I'm happy that we that we that we ended where we did, and I would love to come back to it. There's so many fans I see on my Instagram every day. When is Team Wolf season <laughs> happening? Season seven. Yeah, the fans are really really passionate. Oh, they right? love it. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. And that's that's what you know, kind of. Blew our show up. Yeah. With the fans. What What was the first gig that you ever, the first job you ever booked as an actor? Uh, it was a PSA spot about domestic abuse. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh at that, but it's like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, <laughs> like, dude, oh, so it's actually a pretty interesting story. I mean, it's so. funny now. Enough time has passed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Domestic abuse is now funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my God. Uh, so I was, I was six years old and the commercial is me and my sister, quote unquote, playing house with each other. Okay. <laughs> and that's us mimicking what we see from our parents. Yeah. And so I come home, I'm like, I throw my suitcase. And I'm like, I'm starved. Where's dinner? She's like, oh, sorry. I've had a hard day. I've been, I've been like slaving over the, the, the oven. <laughs> and I like throw a plate down. I'm like, is it too much to have, to have dinner on the table when I come home? 
and I'm supposed to call her a stupid B, B word, <laughs> stupid bitch. And so at six years old, I did not want to say that word. Yeah. Like another year later, I would have been like all for it. You know? Yeah. yeah. But, but at six years old, I was like, I don't want to say that. And they had to trick me into saying it. And so there is a PSA floating out there somewhere. I think that only aired in Florida that <laughs> has, has me calling my sister a, a B word. That's amazing. Isn't that funny? But that was the first project I ever, I ever did. That's awesome. Um, let's talk music. Your band. Sure. Five North. Awesome, dude. Uh, you dropped a new single, This Mess. Yes. What inspired that song? Uh, this Mess. That was inspired. So we're writing in the studio with John Feldman, uh, who was one of my idols since I was a kid. He's the lead singer of Goldfinger, um, who does this, the song Superman from Tony Hawk video games, whatever. Uh, we write most of our songs in studio with him. Um, that song is just kind of about growing up, um, you know, feeling like you're in a spot where like, Okay, something's going on with my head. I, I I need to figure something out. Yeah, and uh, and it's basically it's basically just growing up and dealing with with like your your stuff that's in your yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Trying to accept that uh, that like um, what is it? How do I get out of this mess? Because I'm tired <laughs> and I'm bored, broken and I'm bored. It's just you're 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 at a low point and you're like okay, yeah. I need to, I need I need to change. You got to snap out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's 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 more or less what inspired that song. I think um, we take we take. Uh, you know, many inspirations for what songs mean to us and then kind of run with it and leave it sort of open-ended so that anyone can kind of, yeah, you know, paint a picture of their own. You mentioned Goldfinger. What other musicians and bands and stuff really inspire you? Who are you into? Yeah, man. So originally it was, uh, it was Blink-182 that kind of paved the way for me. Um, I was a kid filming in Toronto, Canada, and I didn't have any friends on the show. I was, I was the only kid. I was really young. I was like seven or eight. And, um... I went to the CD store and bought Blink One Eighty Two. They become my best. They became my best friends, and it just inspired me to do it. To do everything that 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 you know, kind of made them who they are. And I, I just immediately started playing guitar, and they opened me up to a bunch of punk rock. But punk rock is definitely the thing yeah. that kind of motivated my my uh, introduction into music. And since then, I've been able to broaden my musical vocabulary, and I like different genres now. And but punk rock, Blink-182, Warp Tour, that will always be... <laughs> uh, I went to a few Warp Tours through my uh, <laughs> too, my career in radio. Yeah. I, my band um, played the last Warp Tour. Oh, nice. Yeah, my, nice. Old, my other band. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, what's in store for 2020 for you? Um, tour, obviously, tours. obviously, the show's going to be there. You're going to tour. Yeah, we're going to be we're gonna be touring. Uh, Fast and Furious, Spy Racers will be out for f- a week. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and it's all out at once, right? So everyone can just binge them. Yes, yeah. the first season. Yeah. The first season will all be out on the 26th of December. Um, so you can binge. So hopefully every single day of the new year will be everybody watching Fast and Furious by Racers. Um, always always trying to do new, do new projects, whether it's acting, voiceover, uh, music, directing, um, coming up with a project. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, coming up with a with a project with my buddy right now that we're kind of pitching Um so hope maybe you know maybe maybe we'll see something from yeah. that. Uh, but I wanna I I've been really getting into mental health and just kind of preaching it and advocating what it means to me and how I feel about it. I work with this really great foundation called Jed Foundation. Okay. And they were started uh, when their son Jed committed suicide for being gay and and being in the closet and um, they wanted to cre- create prevention tactics for suicide in yeah. the youth. You know and. And they have, they're just amazing with, with what they do. And they had, they teamed up with uh, Instagram not too long ago. And I got to go talk at USC about kind of how Instagram is 
affecting people's well-being and mental mental yeah. well-being you know I mean, all of social media all social media it's, is it's dude. crazy it's crazy yeah. and so i've been really kind of just like refocusing how i approach social media kind of how i want to talk about mental health and and all i try to do on social media now is just like post the ugliest pictures of me or <laughs> or or just yeah. like funny things or inspirational things i think a big issue is envy and i don't th- i don't want anybody to see yeah. my pictures and be like i wish i had his life yeah you know, you can admire what I do, but but take know. it as inspiration, yeah, not as like jealousy exactly, and exactly. all that. Because I, I can't remember who said it. I had someone recently. I think it was like a Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. I was watching or something. They were talking about jealousy, and and literally, like the only person that jealousy hurts is is you. Yeah. If you're jealous of someone else, it doesn't hurt them. Yeah, they don't even know half the time. Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting. That's good. You're using your platform for that. Yeah, that's- man, exactly. Because like, I never thought about being a role model when I was a kid, and. When I got a million followers on Instagram, I don't think I was still thinking about being a role model. But at that point, you are, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I have a, I have a pretty interesting way of thinking. Like, I didn't train myself to, to, to try to be a mental health advocate. This is just how I've always felt. And the more and more I see kids on my Instagram just kind of, like, falling victim to all this stuff, it's made me want to speak out more. And so... Yeah, I'm uh, I'm 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 really looking forward to that stuff next year. I think I think I'm going to start making some big headway. I don't know in what, how, but I I've just been making a lot of contacts in that sort of world. Yeah. And so That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do something. And if people want to see the ugliest photos of you, where can they follow you on Instagram? Instagram, it would be Tyler <laughs> Posey 58. What's the 58? It's my favorite number. <laughs> is there is there a reason it's your favorite number or it's just you know, it just I mean, for whatever it's, it's just it's, it's a random reason. So like when I was a kid, I would you know when you're like Oh, I farted 58 million times today. You know, you, <laughs> yeah. you exaggerate a lot. 58 was the number you always went to. 58 for some reason. And I didn't realize it until like the 10th time I did it. I was like, why do I keep saying that number? <laughs> and then I started incorporating incorporating it into my passwords online. Yeah. And then it just became write a that thing. Down. He yeah, write 58 that down. passwords. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started seeing it everywhere. Yeah. Like, Isn't that weird how that happens? It's super weird. And so I don't know if it's because like I've opened up and I'm just like, you know, I'm seeing it everywhere now because <laughs> I, I think about it or if it's something crazy spiritual. Yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> it could be, you know, I'm always down for that kind of idea, but I see it all the time. And so now it's just become a part of my life. I even have a tattooed on me. Have you, have you dug in and like tried to research that number to see if there's meanings behind it? There's one story. Okay. I did. And I also have, this is unrelated. I think <laughs> I also have weird scars on my back. They're like these... No idea how they found it. Here, I'll show them. Okay. <laughs> no idea how I got them. Interesting. No idea. So, so and, and my little brother has them also. And we have no idea how we got them. And you've had them forever. I, I found them when I was 15 years old. I went, I was in. You didn't I, have them prior to that. No, I was in a concession stand. I was in a concession stand line with my mom about to go see a movie, ordering popcorn. I went to go scratch my back and I felt these weird things. And I was like, what? And I went to the bathroom and I lifted up my shirt. I was like, whoa. And I went to my mom. I was like, mom, what, how did I get these? And she's like, I have no idea. And it was weird. That's what you think. Right. But I didn't have a crazy growth spurt. They're not stretch marks. Stretch marks usually go this also, way. Also. Yeah. They're horizontal. Yeah. So Were you mean, abducted? By this, is where, this, I mean, this, maybe, this, right? this is where the story's going. All right. So, <laughs> so, and my brother, my brother has these, my brother, my brother has these scars too. They're different than mine. They're, there's less of them, but they're thicker. It's weird, dude. I Whoa. don't, it's super weird. I looked it up. I looked up scars on lower back. Interesting. And there was an article on Google that said 58 signs you've been abducted by aliens. <laughs> I was like, what? And so I clicked on it. The second one was weird scars on your lower back. 
And then everything else was, you know, I could kind of relate to it, you know, and everything was pretty far fetched. Yeah. Kind of a stretch. But uh, that was weird. I thought, huh? I've never I have no idea what these scars are from. I uh, it looks like you just laid on a heating pad too long. Right? or Something. It's so weird. And I and, and I looked up. A lot of accounts from kids online, they're like, I don't know what these scars are from on my back. They were all around 15 when they found them. Really? Yeah. It's weird, right? And I've never really like, you know, this isn't something I've been like really like racking my head over, but it's bizarre. And now you're just, you just live with it. It's there. Yeah, it's there. Did you go to a doctor about it? No, but a lot of these kids did. Actually, you know, I may have asked him. A lot of these kids did, and some of them chalked it up to, to stretch marks, but other doctors were like, no, these aren't, that's not what they are. And they're not. Because I have, I have stretch marks, and that's not what they look like. Interesting. I have, like, stretch marks like, on my bicep because, you know, I'm really, really ripped, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Just joking. Did you? Uh, <laughs> that, that's, uh, it's weird, right? Do you have any, like, vague recollection of, like, aliens messing with you? I don't. <laughs> like, no. I don't know. Huh. No, I don't. I don't think I do. Have you ever seen a UFO? I have. I think. I've, and I documented it. This I is going it. in a weird direction, but I'm, I'm really into I it. What, uh, it. It was bizarre. I was in San Diego for Comic-Con. Do Comic we have time for this? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So I was in, I was in Comic-Con for San Diego. And uh, so, all right, going back. I would tell you real quick. So I've never seen one, but uh-huh. I, I think they're out there. Yeah. He, you've seen how many? Uh, th- three. Wow. He's three. seen three. Three. Which <laughs> I, I, a couple of them I think could be government drones that sure, are like secretive, sure. but I mean, just unexplainable. You know, I'm not where, saying where, where were you? Two were in Los Angeles. One was in Northern California. Interesting. Were you yeah. near like water or naval bases? Or no, anything? one time it was like 2 a.m. I was on my balcony in L.A., uh, the other time I was on my roof uh, in LA. Is like that the five, photo you sent me? Five or six o'clock at night. Of the yeah. dots. Mm. And it was the summer, so the sun was still up. Like three dots? They were like six, five or six red dots. They were red they dots. Were really they were high up in the sky. In the, yeah. And they would just do these different formations. And the best part was I had a couple friends with us and uh, one of them, they were a married couple and they're like, they would never believe in this stuff. And they were like, what the hell is mm-hmm. this? I was, I was like so happy they were there. Yeah, the dude. Day. I still bring it up with them. That was probably eight years ago or so. Wow, dude. But just... I mean, they could be government drones. Who knows? But they were red dots in the sky doing Space different Force. formations for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. And then they were gone. I was like, oh, that's dude, that's insane. That was insane. So sad. The other I one was 2 a.m. It's weird, man. Dark out like a red fireball came across the sky, but it wasn't just like a comet. It came across and then did went another way, went another way. Like a comet could not do this. So I was like, whoa, what? And then it disappeared, came back 20 minutes later. And my wife was with me and my brother, so. He does smoke a lot of weed. Wait, we cool. were high, but that's all right. <laughs> no, no, no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but he sent me, but he actually sent me, like, he sent me a photo of the yeah. one. And, I mean, it's hard to tell because photos, it's difficult. Sure, sure, and sure, at sure, that sure, point, sure. it was like an iPhone but 4, so see, it was really not great, but, you know. To see how many of those dots were kind of there was interesting. For 20 but, plus minutes. So you were in awesome. San Diego. So I was in San Diego for Comic-Con, and um, they have, like, a naval base and stuff there. And I, it was busy day, busy day. And I finally got a, a second to relax in my hotel. I had a joint also, so maybe <laughs> it, could, it could be related. <laughs> so I was uh, in the hotel, and uh, I'm a huge fan of Blink-182, like I said, and Tom DeLonge from Blink is a huge alien. Yeah, yeah I was actually going to ask you if you've watched any of the stuff he's done. but Half. Yeah. An unidentified show? Yeah. It's pretty intense. So I, I've i always been into Alien sort of because of him. He, he was my, my idol out of Blink-182. He was the guy, my guy. And I'm sitting in my hotel, looking out over the water, and uh, I see this weird thing in the sky. And it's this weird, it's, I, I, I can't even focus on it. It's not that far away, but at the same time, I can't tell how far away it is. And it's like, at first it was down, so over my hotel, under, underneath my hotel, there's a little courtyard and it's a square. It's like a square and it's open. It's like a little mall sort of. And 
inside the square, there's walkways that you can go out to the street, but it's all closed. Okay. It's completely closed. And there was this kite in the middle of the walkway. It looked like somebody was flying it. It was like fluttering. And then the kite started like drifting, like somebody was walking with it. And then I saw it drift past the courtyard wall. And that's impossible for somebody to be flying a kite because there's a ton. There's like a wall. It's, it's all sealed off. Yeah. And you'd have to go underneath the walkway. So I saw the kite like pass over the courtyard. And I was like, weird. Didn't like catch me off guard first. And then I was like focused on the kite. And I was like, it's not a kite. <laughs> and it was this weird black. The only way I can describe it. It's like, you know, fire, how it like yeah, yeah. burns up. It was like the same sort of like flickering, only it was going this way. It was going like sideways. Interesting. It was bizarre. And I was like, I can't, and I couldn't focus on it, but it was really close to me. It was like in this courtyard and the courtyard was right beneath my hotel or my, my window. So I could, you know, it was, it was, it was right there and then it drifted off and, but I couldn't. I like couldn't, how big do you think it was? I, dude, I have no idea. I don't know if it was the size of my beanie or, or a car. Interesting. So weird. I couldn't tell how far away it was. Well, when we're done talking, I'll have you do a crude drawing of it, and we'll, <laughs> and we'll see. It looked like it looked like black fire. Maybe I'll that turn it into a tattoo. Like sideways. <laughs> so down. Um, but immediately, I was like, "Okay, this is something I've never seen before." And I was like, "It's an it's it's an alien." And I was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this for myself. I'm not gonna record it. I'm just gonna enjoy it for me." Yeah. And it was happening for too long. I was like, "I gotta get my phone out." It was like going on for 15 minutes. I'm so jealous. And so I would, I started filming it and what it would do, it had this little pattern. It would, it would, it would more, it would like, it would more, it started like going, like it would blob and change these crazy shapes. And I have a film of it and you can, you can see it on the film, but not that well. Well, you do a film of this. I, I ended up taking video of it because I was like, this is happening for too long. I you're you're going to, uh, you, you got to send that but to there's me. Another, there's another thing about that film I'll tell you. Okay. So. Uh, so I was filming this thing and it would float around over. So now it's over the water. Okay. And it float around over the water, change shape, get bigger, get smaller. And then it would start like flying up toward the sun a little bit. And every time it did that, it would glimmer so bright that I like, it would hurt my eye. It looked like, it looked like, um, uh, welding. Somebody was welding. Okay. It was like, like the sparks of, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was sparks or, or, or. No, I mean the brightness of welding, like the sparks of welding. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So like that little light that you're not supposed to look into, it was like that bright and it hurt my eye. So I like, I was like squinting, looking at it. And then it only happened when it would fly toward the sun and it would come back down and it would just start blobbing again. But it was always doing this weird flickering fire thing. Like it looked like black fire. Interesting. It was so bizarre. And at the same time, I couldn't, I didn't know, I couldn't focus on it. It was, yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. was like I was looking into something that didn't we, want you to see it. Something like that. Yeah. And so I filmed it and then um, I, I, I ended up having to go. Like I, I was busy. Like they knocked on my door and were like, you got to go. And, uh, I had this footage forever and I put it on my computer and my computer stopped working. Oh, that's gotta, that's gotta be a coincidence though. So I have the footage or is it's, it? I don't know. <laughs> See, that's the fun part about life. You know, you never know. Uh, so I have seen UFOs, I think. Um, and that one, that one was a weird one. Can't figure it out at all. It's not a drone. It's not like somebody flying yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. Super weird. But it could have been also cause it's Comic Con. It could have been some weird I mean, could, like yeah. but it was you never know. there was nobody else looking at it. I was looking down to the ground, nobody was like checking it. It was crazy. It was super weird. Um and I may have gotten abducted by aliens, who knows? <laughs> and that would explain your back. That could it could it could explain. Uh all right, last thing. Before you go, I'm gonna put you on the spot. These are quick questions, Love quick it. answers. Favorite Fast and the Furious movie? Too fast, too furious. Not Tokyo Drift. 
Tokyo Drift was 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 fun because it was a different sort of like the cars were just like brighter and it was just a, a different feel. But Too Fast Too Furious solidified itself in me. I don't yeah. know why, but that really impacted my life when I was a kid. Uh, dream yes. car. Wait, what? Yeah, Paul Walker. Is oh just, yeah, yeah. Love him so much. Um, the dream dream car. I. I it's got to be something classic, like um, like Dom's car, you know, like some classic American muscle. Um, that's probably what I would go for. I, I used to love Cadillacs, okay. but, uh, but I, I think something a little bit meaner than that, you know, like uh, Cadillacs are classy. Cadillacs are super classy. Yeah. Get them nice and low. Um, but I have a truck. I, I, I like pickup trucks. What do you drive? Ford Raptor. Okay. Um, it's very different than a Cadillac. Yes, it is. <laughs> Just as big, though. Um. Song you know all the words to. Any Blink song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Any punk song, no effects, anything. What, what if you, uh, outside of punk, mm-hmm. what's the next like favorite genre of music? Oh man, um, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe reggae or, 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 okay. or like white reggae, like a revolution or, or okay. slightly stupid or, um, um, or pop. I don't know. Celebrity crush growing up. Um, I think Cameron Diaz for, for Nickelodeon, she did this burp contest. It was for like a <laughs> the kid's choice funny. award and, and she burped and I was like, I love this girl. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it. Um, resolution for 2020. Make the world a better place. Keep going with, uh, keep going with my mental health thing and, and, and just trying to show the people that like everyone has mental health because we all have brains and, uh, just trying to make people be less anxious. That's a good one. Way I can. Fast and Furious Spy Racers streaming on Netflix now. Tyler Posey, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. On with Mario Lopez. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.